Psalm 14, 1, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, you know that it is a faithful saying that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all be glad and rejoice in it. I hope that you're doing well today, Traveling Pulpit family, because this is the day that the Lord has made, and he has given us the opportunities that come with the day that he has made. Every single day, we must thank the Lord and appreciate our daily bread because we get it daily. And if you have been paying attention to the messages that have been going on since this new calendar year started, you know that we are in the year of calling. And I started out in the book of Jonah. No, we're almost finished with the book of Jonah, but I wanted to start the year off by by talking about calling. And what it means to be called. It's not something that we ought to be afraid of as Jonah was. It's not something that we ought to have a lack of confidence in, which leads us to doubt. But it should be something that we should have a total confidence in knowing that we all have been called to do something in the Lord in this world. Jonah has been given everything he needs to proclaim the word of God to all people in all nations, to all faces. Jonah is no different than us. We have the same equipment. We have all been called. It is those who have chosen not to answer the call. And it's because of that, that some that some that leads uh, Psalm 14, one to say that the fool says in his heart, there is no God. That is that is what leads some people to not answer the, to to not answer the call end up doing, but they have been called just the same. They are no different than us who have answered the call. But it's the difference between saying in their heart there is no God and believing in ours that God has called us into service. So what is service? Service is going to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them all that the Lord Jesus Christ has taught to us. We are his disciples. We are his followers. We are known as Christians. But a funny thing about that in this day and time, that word Christian is now a, a, a synonymous with God means it can be boxed. It can be used whenever someone feels threatened or someone feels like they want to boast and brag on themselves. They use that word Christian. Christian is not a word or a label to be used in situations where someone feels threatened or someone feels like they want to brag or boast about who they are to someone else to make someone else feel belittled by them. No. A true Christian is a follower of Jesus Christ. A true disciple is a follower of Jesus Christ. Those who follow Jesus are recognized by those who do not follow Jesus. But the problem is we live in a world where everyone is looking the same now. Because everyone at some point 
has doubted or have have had a lack of confidence in the Lord. Some people have recovered. Some people have not. Peter had a lack of confidence in the Lord. When the Lord told them what he was going to do by going to the cross and Peter said he would not, not allow that to happen. Peter had doubt. He had a lack of confidence, which is why Jesus had to tell him, get behind me, Satan. Because Jesus knew exactly what Satan was trying to do to Peter. He was trying to get into him to change his mind, change his thoughts, change his ways to eventually become one who says there is no God. But that is not the case today. The case today is how Jonah was called just like you have been. Jonah has a purpose just like you do. And sometimes, just like Jonah, we try to get out of the very purpose for which we were called. Jonah was called to go to Nineveh, the great city, and speak out against it. Jonah, in a split decision, decided to run from God, run from the calling, and go down to to uh, to Tarshish to jump on a ship to go to Joppa. And the Lord said, not today. You are not running away from me. You know, when the Lord calls you traveling pulpit family, that's a calling that will not ever leave your life. It's something that you will not be able to rid yourself of or buy your way out of. That is a calling that lasts you for all eternity. That is yours. That is your purpose for 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 what and, and for, for what you were created for. It is your workmanship for whom the Lord designed you to be. And it must be your responsibility to carry out with the life that you've been given here on this earth. Jonah didn't want to hear it. Jonah was, no, mm -mm, not me. You got the wrong man. Which one of us has ever said that to the Lord? Not me. Not me. You got the wrong one. Moses tried to get out of it by proclaiming he had a speech impediment. But the Lord turned it around and said, your brother Aaron is going to speak for you. So that meant no matter what Moses tried to do, the Lord called him and nothing he was going to do to try to weasel his way out of it was going to work. The same way with Jonah, the same way with me, the same way with you. Nothing we say will work. Nothing that we can try and do to get out of the calling that the Lord has called us to will ever work. What we have to do is what he has called us to do. And knowing that as we go, the equipment that we need will be given to us as we go. But we must have complete confidence in the calling. We must have complete confidence in ourselves, knowing that it is the calling of the Lord, knowing that no matter what happens to us in this world, when the Lord is ready for us to go through whatever doors he has lined up for us, no man can close them and no man can open them. Only the Lord can close doors that need closing and only the Lord can open doors that need opening. Jonah did not know that. Jonah only saw a wicked nation. He saw a wicked city and he did not want to go there. For whatever reason, he knew that Nineveh was great. How did he know Nineveh was great? Because the Lord told him that the great city of Nineveh, their sin has come up to him. And the Lord chose Jonah to go and do it. So Jonah didn't want to do it. Jonah jumped on a ship, headed toward Joppa headed toward Tarshish, I'm sorry. And as they were on the water, the, the ship came into some turbulence. 
And those that were on the ship were men of another religion. They were of another belief. You see, there is this 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 debate going around about, you know, religion, Christianity, Jesus and everything like that. It's all going around. But we know that religion is an oppressor. So these men who were oppressed by something that was not real, but was man made to keep them held held down, cried out to their God. And when they got no response, because religion, the God of religion will not answer. But Jonah explained to them once they woke him up and asked him, how is it that you can go to sleep in all of this term turbulence and turmoil that we're in? And Jonah said, I serve the living God because I'm a Hebrew. See, the living God is the one that answers. The living God is the one who provides and the living God is the one who has chosen you just like he chose Jonah. And Jonah told him, look, throw me over the boat and everything will be all right. Trust me. Everything will be all right. Just throw me over the boat. Well, the men at this point, they got into their mind. I'm not messing with the living God. I'm not messing with this guy who proclaims that he's 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 from the living uh, the, the, the living God or knows him. So they started to throw things off of the boat, thinking that the ship would get lighter. It would get better. They can head on down to Tarshish or wherever they were going and drop Jonah off. It got worse. It got worse because once Jonah exposed to these men who he was and who he served, what does belief come by? Belief comes by hearing the word of God. Does the Bible not say that? So these men heard the word of God. The word of God got into them now. They have become a part of Jonah's calling because they heard the purpose for why Jonah was able to sleep in the situation that these men were in. See, Jonah wasn't in the same situation as these men were in because these men were panicking that they were going to lose their lives. But Jonah knew that no matter what happened, he was going to rest comfortably in his savior. That is the living God in us not the religious God that the world serves. And so the men said, well, what, what do you want us to do? And Jonah reiterated, throw me over the boat and the sea will calm. So finally, the men throw Jonah over the boat. They get him out of there and the seas calm. And you know what happened to the men? Because belief comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God, the men became followers of Jesus Christ, perhaps not Jesus Christ as we know him, but they became believers of Jonah's God. They became believers of the Hebrew God, the Hebrew God of all creation. Yahweh. That's who they became believers of. They became followers. If they were in this day and time, they would become they would be called Christians known as Christians but they became believers. How many believers are there in 2024? Knowing what we know now, how many believers are there in 2024? I bet the numbers are still growing. Worldwide, I believe there's, I believe they are still growing because this is not something that we can do on our own, but something that the calling has led us to do. Become believers because someone saw to it 
that we have the opportunity to the tree of life. That's what someone did for us. Someone sacrificed himself so that we could have a right to the tree of life. You know, this is why Jesus said, if we were to eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, I believe he was telling us that Adam did not have the chance to eat of the flesh of the tree of life in the garden, but we have the opportunity laid before us to eat of Jesus's flesh, to drink of his blood. This is why it's called the last supper, because I believe Jesus is the tree of life. He is the one whom we need to stay connected to because he said, if he is the vine and we are the branches. So we must stay connected to him. Jonah knew this. Now the men who have thrown Jonah overboard to see this. Now they believe this. So Jonah was swallowed up by a great fish. Now this fish was a specially designed fish. It wasn't a whale. Let's get that out there. It wasn't a whale, just like Eve did not eat an apple. I believe Eve ate a fig. That's what I believe. I believe it was a fig. And I also believe based on scripture, the Bible says a great fish. If it was a whale, the Bible would have told us it's a whale. But because the Bible, the word of God, the living word of God tells us that it was a great fish. I believe that this great fish was specially designed to swallow Jonah up because Jonah spent three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish. Who do you know, traveling pulpit family, has stayed three days and three nights in the belly of something? Oh, yeah, that's right. Our Savior, Jesus Christ. He stayed three days and three nights in the belly of the earth, just like Jonah stayed three days and three nights in the belly of the fish. So that when Jonah prayed this sincere prayer, see, Jonah was in the belly of the fish praying. Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying. But they both spent three days and three nights in the belly. When Jonah, after three days, the great fish, the Bible says, spit or vomited Jonah upon the dry land. See, the great fish was designed to get Jonah where he needed to go because the boat that was that Jonah was on, they were going somewhere else. But the Lord needed the boat to continue on to the path that it was going. And he needed Jonah to get where he had told him to go. So the great fish was used to get Jonah to where he needed to go. And it took three days and three nights for him to get there. Now, Jonah is vomited up on the dry land. He is a three days journey away from Nineveh, where he was originally told to go. And now Jonah receives once again the word of the Lord. But notice how different it is from when it comes to Jonah. Jonah one says the word of the Lord came to Jonah saying, arise, go to Nineveh, the great city and call out against it for their evil has come up before me. Notice how peaceful that opening opening uh, uh, wording is the word of the Lord came to Jonah. The word of the Lord came to Jonah. Now, if you look at chapter three. Listen to what it says. Then the word of God came to Jonah the second time 
saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and call out against it the message that I tell you. See the difference? Jonah, if he would have only listened the first time, would have received instructions as he went. But now he is getting the instructions on the dry ground because he was disobedient. So now he's being forced to tell. Some people would be like, well, I'm not going to be forced to do anything. You don't force me to do anything. I'm going to be forced to do anything. When you are called and you run from that calling that the Lord has purposed you for, the Lord is going to get his glory from you. He is going to get his glory from you. There are graveyards filled with people who disobeyed the Lord and did not listen to what he was calling them to. And they ran from it and they lived miserable lives because of it. But the glory of the Lord still came from it. I've known a, a guy who told me he's been miserable his entire life because he did not answer the Lord's call. He's been miserable his entire life. But the Lord is still going to get his glory may not be from him, but it's going to be someone in his family. So we cannot run from the Lord or disrespect the Lord and expect great things from him. If he has called us, we must answer him and we must submit ourselves to him so that he can use us for his purpose, not ours. He created us for the world. The world was not created for us. He gave us a purpose that is to serve one another while we're in the world. And if we do so, then he will equip us with what we need to do as we go. But now Jonah is being told what he's going to say, meaning the Lord is going to do it himself because he still wants Jonah to do what he told him to do. But the, the Lord is going to do it all himself. So Jonah is not going to get any fulfillment out of it. You ever had someone else do your work? I know there are some people who have degrees that they did not earn because someone else did their work. But they take the joy and fulfillment of that degree being in their name when actually someone else's name should be on that degree because they're the ones that did the work. Jesus is able to get the glory from the father because he did the work. He did it for us. We were the work the assignment that he was told to come work on. And he did just that. And now he sits at the right hand of the father with the name above all names and glory among glory. All because he did what the father called him to do. Can we do that in 2024? Is the Lord calling you to start a business? Is he calling you to go after that promotion? Is he calling you to finish your education? What is the Lord calling you to do? You cannot do anything in the Lord with fear because that will be double-minded and nothing comes good to a double-minded person but absolute destruction. What is the Lord calling you to do this year? The Lord called Jonah. And he did not answer the first time. So the Lord had to force him to do something he did not want to do to get something that he should have gotten the first time that he won't get this time. Because now he's being he's being forced. The calling is the calling. 
Jonah will always have that calling. But to be forced to do something to receive nothing in return for it, because now the glory is all the Lord's. Not that Jonah was going to get any glory out of it anyway, but Jonah was going to get satisfaction because he went and served the Lord's people. You know, serving the Lord's people gives us great satisfaction. Why? Because we are the Lord's people. When we serve one another, when when we come to each other's aid, when we assist each other in times of trouble, you know how great, sad, how much great satisfaction that gives us. Everybody wants to run around and use this one word, racist. Racism, race, 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 race. We're all divided. We're all separated. I can't stand this person for how they look. I can't stand that person for the color they have. Well, you let a natural disaster happen to this earth. You let a flood happen or a tornado happen. And then you'll see the true servants of the Lord come out serving all who needs help. Because the Lord has called these people into service, a fireman, a policeman, a, a paramedic, a neighbor, a family member, a co-worker, a boss. You let something happen to this earth, to the people of this earth, I should say. There is no such thing as racism. It's all made up traveling pulpit family. But because people sit around and they listen to something fill their heads with junk. They think that that something is terribly or horribly wrong with this world. The only thing that is terribly and horribly wrong with this world is that the enemy is the God of this world. That's the only thing. No one wants to recognize that, but everybody wants to to have or make a solution on the things that need to be done in this world. The only thing that needs to be done in this world is we turn our focus back to our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that needs to happen. The Lord told us in in second Chronicles to to um, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and pray, then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. I think a second Corinthians seven, I believe it is. But that's what that's our purpose. Traveling pulpit family to turn from our wicked ways to seek his face. But yet and still we look to the God of this world for answers and we allow the God of this world to blind the minds, blind the minds of the weak, change the, the, the thought patterns of those who say in their heart, there is no God. We allow that. We do. We allow that. We, we don't speak up against that because we're so afraid of hurting someone's feelings. That's what Jonah was feeling. Jonah didn't want to go and hurt nobody's feelings. Jonah didn't want to go lose his life either. This is a city with a great reputation for 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 uh, for for sin. Anything that excuse me, anything that popped in their head was going to be done. Anything. And Jonah went to these people by force, not to expect any satisfaction from what he was doing, because he was still angry with God for sending them to this city because he didn't want to go. But when something happens to us in this world, in this land. And you got responders, not preventers, responders. So that's why you call them first responders, because they can't prevent anything. They only respond to the things that happen. But they come to the aid of everyone and no one is seen with a color, is seen with a, a, a price tag 
or we've seen with them with an un, un, uh, underlining uh, motive. Everyone is the same when a situation like that happens. But yet and still, we believe that there is something, a great divide in this country that that causes us to be black and white and yellow and green and, and orange and red. You know? and, and it's just foolishness is what it is. So today, Traveling Pulpit family, will you accept God's calling on your life? Will you accept what God is calling you to do and the purpose for why he's calling you to do it? Because he has the greater purpose for why he does things. It's not always us, not always up to us to find out what it is that he's doing or what he wants to do. It's up to us that we do it, that we answer without hesitation, without doubting, without allowing our thoughts to take over the situation because our thoughts are corrupt. Our thoughts want to go to the worst possible places in our imaginations because we know that God is good. And he is the light that shines in darkness and we walk in darkness. But as long as we are walking with him, we will never walk in darkness, but we must be ready to serve. So answer the call when he calls you. If he has called you and you know what you need to do, go and do it. Do not be afraid because he is with you. Even to the end of the age, he says he is with you. Traveling Pulpit family, I thank you once again for the opportunity to come and just share this message with you. I want to do a little something different in the closing from from now to to uh, the end of the year. I just just want to do something different. You know, I've always um, I always had an, an opening, but I, I always, you know, ended ended, you know, with a little something. But I just want to do something different uh, now and to the end of the year. I want to close with the Lord's Prayer. And it goes, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. God bless you, traveling pulpit family. Bye for now.